I'm pretty sure it's a knockoff from. I don't even think this is a knockoff of a knockoff of China from China. <laughs> but sounds great. Whatever you did, whatever you did, you sounded really loud and clear on one of the times. Not that you don't sound good now, but it's definitely sounded clearer. Is this like really good right here? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. How's it's got this? Yeah, Scott, you're really good. Check, check, check. Is that check. better? That might check be better. One, two. Check. Scott, yours sounds really clear and louder than Logan's. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm more of a soft-spoken individual anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. Unlike me. Yeah, I was going to say, Logan and I are, I think you need 14 Scots to reach My- our level. We have new mics over here, and it's the week two recap episode of the Dynasty Time podcast. Scott here, along with Dan, who's back. Welcome back, back. baby. I I only want to talk about week one. Yeah, we already did that uh, with Logan, who's also here. Hi, Logan. Hello, gentlemen. Damn. Sounds good. That's a crisp mic. Thank you, guys. How are you doing? Impressive. It's uh, it's a it's a special occasion because we're testing this bad boy out for the first time. So hopefully, all four of our listeners appreciate the the crisp, clean sounds coming out of uh, this end of the podcast. It sounds like uh, that. Are, are you on the phone or computer? I'm impressed. No, I'm on the computer. Oh, okay. It sounds like you're trying to be quieter than normal, though. I'm not. I don't approve of that. Sorry. Be louder. <laughs> I don't want to be like that dramatically louder than both of you. Usually, Logan keeps up with me a, a bit. I mean, I also have a a, a hand, foot, and mouth invest, infested baby, like oh, eight feet oh, above man. me in his nursery, sleeping for the first time in about four days, and so I'm not exactly in a talk loud sort of mood. Yeah, Just I'm surprised. I'm surprised you're even on the pot. I mean, it's, it's the commitment. It's dedication, and mostly, it's just if I'm not here, you talk too much. So I'm, I mean, I that's fair. Like, I appreciate that. I don't want to talk. Thank you for of the yeah. time. Thank you for saving the podcast. We um, what I'm here for guys. I think you're about. You bet. Let's see. You probably made about 20 podcasts or so now. I think you're about 10 or so away from being an official co uh, co-host. So. You know, it's not about the credit or the acclaim. It's yeah. just knowing you made a difference, you know, we'll, and that's we'll really give, what I'm here yeah. for. We'll give you that that EP credit, you know. That's all I need. That's all is that, I'm what, is that what they call it? I don't know. There you go. But Add it to the IMDB is really what I want. Yeah, exactly. You know what? This isn't about Dan or Logan or anybody, really. This is about the league. Should and I, I think we should get into it. Um, week two happened. And we are left with only a couple teams at 2-0. and we'll, we'll get to them. I don't want to toot my own horn, but we'll get to that. Um, second Last week, Logan, we, we forgot to mention until like the end 
that these are division weeks, so they kind of matter. Kind of important. Yeah, and I and I think as we get into week two here and start talking about the matchups, I think I think our division's pretty strong here, Scott. I think it's going to be a real battle down here. We got the uh, we got the NFC West in our corner here. It feels like, and uh, it's going to be frustrating for a couple of teams who potentially miss out on a, on a playoff spot because they got stuck playing. Well, frankly, you and I twice is really what it comes down to. That's a, a solid point. Uh, so let's, let's go through this. Uh, no names yet. Um, we'll, we'll figure that out, but conference one division one, what a name. Uh, we had blue 32 uh, take on green hell in the worst game of the week. Blue 32 had Lamar Jackson do something, but everybody else in the red compared to their projection. So congrats. He's still won. Thanks to Lamar. Uh, Dan, do you want to say something about the Baltimore Chiefs game? Did you did you call something? Uh, yeah, totally. I, I changed my prediction six times, but I eventually got it right. No, but I but I did. I think I did. You, you can both can attest. I think I did say Baltimore was going to win the game. That wasn't that wasn't lying, but you know, as Logan does, he he like gets me talking about the fucking point totals, and I don't think I picked the point total right since like two thousand eight. So that's where I get myself into trouble. That's true. That's because you have this stupid always bet the over rule. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, don't you listen to Big Cat? I mean, that's his thing. Right? No, Overs, no, I don't. <laughs> Either do I. Why would you listen Definitely to Big do Cat? Not. You're right. Either do I. <laughs> Uh, but Scott, this, the site's doing the thing again. We're week two. It says I, I played C right? City Boston and lost. Yeah, just click on another matchup and it should should reset. <laughs> no, I don't know what's going on. I'm just trying to get to what we're talking about. Anyway, um, yeah, just uh, two terrible teams this week. Two didn't, almost didn't score. Green Hell's receivers scored like four points. Um, yeah, just a terrible matchup all around. Is there anything else to say here? No, I but mean, I, Gron- I guess Gronk is really good again, which is stupid. But I also just don't know what Greenhill's going to do now. Two is out. Jarvis Landry's onto IR. Hmm. Um, on the bench, they have someone, you know, ETN who's out for the year already. Are we already? But buys haven't even started, and I don't know if Greenhill can <laughs> actually feel the team. It's so sad too because he came into the year with so much confidence that this was the year, but it wasn't the year. I think we're going to see how the two tight end strategy holds up in the super flex era, real quick here. It's going to have to be. There's really, there's literally no. Other I mean, option. I mean, Josh Allen is still Josh Allen, and he had a down week because his team slaughtered Miami. So I think 13, 14 points is going to be about his season low. So well, let's let's not write him off yet. I mean, I think the hard part for Green Hell is though he's going to have to be the person who plays Cole Beasley, and fundamentally that just feels wrong. But totally. you know, you got to do what you got to do. I I gave my brother so much shit in our other league because he picked up Cole's, Cole Beasley and started him over Michael Pittman, who actually had a good week, and it was the that was the single difference in him falling to zero and two. And I was like, why would you even touch Cole Beasley? It's like drafting Deshaun Watson, Craig. Ouch. Speaking of Craig, uh, Bobby FC played primetime. Paul Paul was on the podcast last week and claimed that his team was like the worst team in the league. Uh, And he put up 143 points. 
thanks in part to Derrick Henry going off uh, for 44.7. I was going to look here um, how that how that compares. And it is I'll, I'll find it here. You guys you guys vamp. Oh, yeah, here we go. So it was a top uh, 20 performance. So that's, that's pretty ridiculous. good. Um, the thing about the thing about uh, Paul is that he's probably the reason I didn't join the pod last week because I knew there's going to be so much Packer talk that I just, I'm sure everybody was like really negative about the Packers. Oh my God, they're so bad. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. You know, give me a break. No, I didn't know Paul was going to be on, but high score for Paul this week. I like his team a lot. I think, I think George Kittle, I think he stole George Kittle in the draft, if I remember correctly. I know he didn't have a great week, but I think he's going to be a huge X factor for that team, especially if Derrick Henry's is, is, is this good. Yeah, I mean, Henry won't be 44 points good every week, but there's no reason he won't he can't or won't be the top, top point scorer outside of Christian McCaffrey this year. And so having that, at the end of the day, though, I just, do you, do you or does anyone trust in a super flex league to only roll with one quarterback and that quarterback to be Baker Mayfield as much. And this, this is coming from, as you know, the <laughs> biggest Baker Mayfield fan that you will ever meet. That Random. is a big, big question mark out there for him. And who knows the Browns are good. Is Baker a fantasy good quarterback to carry him? That'll be the, the constant question each week for him. Yeah, good point. I guess I thought Trey Lance was is is going to be a factor, but then again, Trey Lance might be his DP. So I figure we got to see Trey Lance sooner than later as the legit starter. Especially Justin Fields is in this week. I can't imagine Trey Lance is going to be far behind. Well, and that wouldn't be good for Bobby because on the other side, he'll be dealing with Garoppolo being benched, and then it's Matt Ryan as his only quarterback in the Superflex League. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. know about that one. I don't know about that one either. The Bills. I mean, he Bills was a great D. game too, and it still was for a while there. Yeah, <laughs> it was only twelve points. So, yeah, the three three interceptions killed him. But I don't know. I mean, Bobby's Bobby's got good wide receivers, I think. But I think James Robinson. I mean, Kamara obviously had a bad game, but James Robinson seems like is he. I don't know. Wasn't he awesome last year? Like he was kind of like one of the few out of nowhere, just awesomely consistent running backs, I feel. And he's been garbage in that garbage offense the first couple of weeks. So that's a major concern. Can can I just quickly use the James Robinson comment as a segue to talk about Urban Meyer? Is that fair? Because I don't know if either of you saw his quote today but he mentioned how surprised he was in that every, <laughs> did you see this? Yes. It's like planning to play Alabama every week. Like, yeah. What did what? he expect? What yeah. do you think this was? <laughs> I was just, how he is, he should just go to USC now. Like it's why remarkable. wait till the end of the season? Like, I mean, this it's, is it's, just a mess. It's just remarkable how like we have all these years of college coaches in multiple sports failing at the professional level. Because in college, that recruiting talent matters so much. There's nothing, there's nothing that you could even compare that to. The closest thing you could compare that to would be like the Yankees in baseball because they can buy all the talent. And even that doesn't work out all that often. 
I mean, it's it's hilarious. I mean, yes, he lost Etienne, who, I mean, a rookie, but was should have been a, a huge part of that offense, pass catching for Lawrence. But and, and Chenault has been hurt as well. But yes, I fuck Urban Meyer as far as I'm concerned. I'm fine with him, him eating shit as much as possible. It's it's totally it's fine. I, I do I do think it's a fair question though of does he actually finish the year or does he bolt to USC at some point here soon? I mean, just for the chaos of it, let's see him bolt. Let's do it. Yeah, and who likes USC? So go ahead and be at USC. I actually wouldn't mind having someone from the West Coast in college football be good again, like really good again, because I'm getting sick of the whole Alabama, Clemson, sometimes Notre Dame bullshit. You know, well, we'll take, care of the Notre Dame. we'll take care of the Notre Dame bullshit yeah. this week. Yeah. And put an end to that real quick. I went big. I cannot believe we're favored by five and a half. Oh, I took it so hard. Oh, my God. <laughs> that sounded <laughs> uh, Moving on. To, uh, That's what she thing. said. Damn it. Um, Bobby has the most points against so far. So congrats to him. Everybody in that division, one and one. So it's a barn burner so far. Uh, moving on to Division Two, Jutang Clan takes down Freelancers, and similar to Green Hell, like Freelancers came out of the draft feeling pretty good, and puts up seventy three points. And I don't know, he's rolling Mark Ingram, Russell Gage. I mean, Mark Andrews has been disappointing, but I don't know where Freelancers goes from here. And Jutang Clan rolling the super flex quarterback situation. I, I have nice one. Team. I have one suggestion for freelancers: roster a full team. He mm. has an open roster spot. He's had one for two weeks. That would help. When I checked the rosters last week, there were three teams that were had an open roster spot, and I was like, I, I, I just couldn't believe it. it. It, it hurts my brain that that's possible. Um, but you know, whatever. What are you gonna do? So can, I ask, can I ask yeah. a quick question? Yeah. You said that Freelancers was feeling pretty good after the draft. I think so. But why? why? <laughs> I was just going to say, why? I mean, I mean, I think I, we I, all I, thought he did pretty well. I, I, I think, I, yeah, I mean, I don't, I think if you go back pre-draft, I was super high on Stafford, Dalvin, awesome. I personally thought Mark Ingram did have a really good first week. And then Julio and Mark Andrews are both, in my opinion, also kind of, top guys no depth in my opinion and i don't know where his other player went like that could have been fucking his fifth best player for all i know but I mean, we have to remember this is a 16 team super flex league like you gotta you gotta really pull back on your expectations and and I, we're gonna see like if, if i think logan you and i are probably just off the bat similar in how we evaluate teams looking for two legit quarterbacks um but I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be the way to look at it going forward. But I guess we'll see. Well, Jutang Clan goes to one and one. He's feeling pretty good. You know who I mean, else? Is his, his, his team is so good. I don't know how he's one and one. But between with between those wide receivers, those those quarterbacks, like it's pretty solid. It's a solid team. It really is front to back. And he starts both Denver running backs, which is interesting. With Saquon on the bench, and I understand maybe early in the year coming off the injury, but eventually getting Saquon back in there when he hits the rhythm. Obviously, Michael Pittman's looked great. 
it's actually crazy to, to think that Saquon was on the bench. <laughs> I mean, I in a 16 team league, I don't care how like questionable Saquon is. It's crazy that he wasn't starting, but yeah, it actually worked. It was, I mean, technically yeah. they all got the exact same amount of That's points. Amazing. Pretty yeah. wild too, but and still 7.9. Well, and David was 0-1. Like, how do you go into your how do you go into 0 and 1? How do you go into week two after losing the first week and not start and bench Saquon? Like, I know he had a Got bad week, first right week, week, but like just the law of however the stupid league works, it seems like there's so many ups and downs where these good players have enough big weeks that you have to just start them every week, even if they are questionable. Or you know, partially injured, but didn't matter. He slaughtered Lance, and it doesn't. It doesn't bother me to see three, a couple other teams have such shitty weeks along with me. It makes me feel a little bit better. There was a lot of shitty weeks this week. Low scores. Yeah. Who didn't have a shitty week was Derek. The five A bastards go to two and zero. Wow, newbie goes two and zero. One away to eighty four takes down Birds of Prey, who drops to one and one. Tried to put up a good effort with. Uh, Aaron Rodgers on Monday, but he needed about what, 24 more points from him. So wasn't going to get that. Um, but yeah, this might be a good uh, time to talk about the trade at some point. But what do you guys think? Derek 2-0, is, is he for real? He's got he's got options. Like He's got Teddy, who's looking good, and he's got Trevor Lawrence, who didn't have to start. So he's got options and a very well-balanced team. This is probably, at least so far, the teams we've talked about, the most balanced team uh, we have in the league. No, no holes, um, no holes on the team. Edwards Hilaire has been atrocious so far, so that you would expect him to improve. So I would say he's got a really solid eight-man lineup with two, maybe three good options off the bench. Yeah, the, the only thing with, with his team is questioning the start-sit decisions. I mean, who am I to judge? But I'll judge. Um, I don't know why. I totally get, as you embrace the super flex, the flexibility that that gives you. But Nelson Aguilar just doesn't yeah. seem like the kind of guy that I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm only going to play one quarterback this week because I got Nelson freaking Aguilar on my team. And so, you know. It didn't hurt him. He's got a really strong team. I just kind of felt like, you know, I don't want these these newbies to feel too, you know, too cocky, too overconfident. So I want to knock them down to size a little bit and, uh, you know, some poor decisions there. But that's to be expected from a, a new owner who's not quite uh, up to caliber, if you know what I mean, in terms of how to effectively manage a team. Hey. Just doesn't get it. Could could he be thinking about the DP? Could he think be thinking that, that he's only going to play Lawrence three times this year. No, Derek's not that smart. Cut and dry. Okay. There you go. Okay. We got All it. Right. Some some roomy love going on there. I get it. Uh, so we did have a, a trade. You guys were roommates, right? <laughs> no, nah, I never met the guy. <laughs> <laughs> like you, No one reacted. I was like, wait, I'm almost certain I was in your apartment when you guys lived together. For like, I mean, I've seen him on Zoom and stuff from like the draft and stuff, but yeah. <laughs> you have to be, it's equal opportunity just because you don't know someone that well doesn't mean you can't, you know, give him a good ribbing and, and all in good fun in the name of the league, right? Oh, that's true. I, I hated Paul Rossman from day one. I've never met the guy. 
Paul's a good dude, though. <laughs> you should really back off. Uh, okay, so we did have a trade, a true player-for-player, two-for-two trade. This does not happen often. Uh, Birds of Prey and Misfits. So Birds of Prey received Ben Roethlisberger and James White, and Misfits received Tannehill and Damian Williams. This is interesting. It's like two teams who just decided, you know, they don't like their current quarterbacks. Let's swap. And in my sources on the ground, I uh, I sent out a couple of texts today trying to get some backstory on the negotiations and the conversation just so I could, you know, um, really try to understand the, the thought process uh, to this. And my anonymous source um, responded, and I'm going to quote this back for the pod, just for everyone thinks. Yeah, um, Big Ben is trash, and I don't like him anymore. So Tannehill feels better to me. So that's why I'm doing this trade. That was from an anonymous source. Um, and I I guess given that thought process, it kind of makes sense for that person. Wow, you got to feel for Big Ben, you know, to hear to hear your name just trashed like that. Big Ben has trashed his name ever since he got all rapey in that bar anyway. We don't need to feel too bad for him, all right? Allegedly. Okay, sorry. What else did he give up? James White? I'm, I'm struggling to see who did he trade with? I, I, I'm, who, who am I ripping on the, here? Because... The other exciting thing is this was Birds of Prey. And so the, the, the team that we were, we're never sure if he's, he's alive, but here he is making a trade in week two. I mean, I get like his running backs are I mean, Elijah Mitchell, I don't, I quite honestly had no, never heard of that person before. Until he um, spent like $200 until, on him. Yeah, until he spent $200 on him. But like, I get his running backs are atrocious, but in my eyes, Tannehill is significantly better than Roethlisberger, especially when you factor in Roethlisberger's health issues and the fact that he's like 40. Um, I, I yeah, I, I had to look up who Damian Williams was. I didn't even know that he was still in the league. So, I mean, whatever. Birds of Prey did start Damian Williams this week, so that's probably more of a ref- reflection of the general. Sure. He, uh, he feels uh, like James different. White is a legit starting running back, which, hey, I love James White more than just about anybody. But to give up Tannehill in a super flex league, I think I'd rather just keep the the, the legit quarterback who's got – several good weapons on his team, but shit, who knows? Yeah. I scored 73 points this week, so what the fuck do I know? I mean, I think the thing with with Roethlisberger, it's for the past five years, it's felt like it's the same fantasy story for him every year. He's going to have 10 weeks where he's just blah, and then he's going to have like three weeks where he throws for like 500 yards and like five touchdowns. That's I mean, just what he does. That's just kind of the been the norm for him for the past how many years now and so i think there might be one or two weeks this year where going forward big ben does something crazy and really helps him out but for the most part i don't know that the it the ability to start james white makes up for the the gap between Tannehill and roethlisberger but i love trades trades are fun i'm glad two teams have jumped in early on and uh and made a move and so excited to see how it uh plays out so kudos to uh, both teams there i agree and to be fair roethlisberger and Tannehill both have had two pretty shitty fantasy football games so far so 
there's really no data to necessarily say that one is that much better than the other. But I think, you know, preseason wise, where they were drafted, I think one was third round, Tannehill was third round, probably was sixth. Yeah, it just feels a little crazy to me, but hey, what are you going to do? James White MVP. Maybe a, maybe a change of scenery is all those, those guys <laughs> needed. Totally. You know? Uh, okay, let's let's move on to the next division where we have league camps who went to two and zero thanks to a very Jeez. convincing win over Dan's shitty team, seventy five to seventy three. When I look at this, I mean Dan, he has the super flex. He has two good quarterbacks. They did fine. It's just the rest of the team played like garbage. You should have seen me before the, the like earlier that morning. Like I had. I rotated Tony Jones, Zach Moss, and Kenneth Gainwell in my lineup, like honestly, five or six times. Yeah, I just, it didn't make, and then ultimately I let this stupid idea of, well, maybe I could DP Gainwell down the line, or, you know, if I don't play him three times this year, because I, I, I did start him week one. Um, so I, I let that sway me. Oh, no, I didn't start him week one. Did I? I can't remember. But I let that, I, I let that creep into my mind that I'm like, Nah, I don't know. And t- they were they were ranked right next to each other. And then of course Tony Jones has 0.7 points, which it seems it's impossible out of that yeah. Saints team, who not that he was great week one, but he literally had like 12 or 13 touches as the backup to Kamara. So I figured, you know, give me a handful of points and I'm gonna have to just pray that my two QBs go off. And not that they were great, but shit. Either of my backup running or either of my other running backs in the starting lineup, I'm I'm two and zero. But I mean, what are you going to do? Is amazing. What do you, What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah, right. What are you going to do? I have DeAndre Swift who killed a guy, so I'm Allegedly. just hanging on. And Antonio Brown like didn't kill shot. I'm oh, sorry, he didn't kill a guy. Okay, good. Well, we don't, um, we don't know. I thought he died. Um, but yeah, now Antonio Brown has has COVID, which is fun too. So that's going to probably spread through my team. So. I might be up there making a trade. Hey, I might That's put. Maybe I'll put. Works. Maybe I'll put. Any of uh, this works. He I, he probably doesn't wear masks. Let's be honest. Um, maybe maybe I'll put one of my my star QBs up for up for uh, a trade. Maybe this know. is how it works. Do you guys hang out together as a fantasy team? Because if so, that's pretty cool. You get to <laughs> yeah, I'll be in the same place as yeah. Patty Mahomes and. Me and just, Robert, just, you know. yeah, just keep DeAndre away from the rest of them just to be safe, though. <laughs> yeah, and Antonio, apparently. Yeah, that's true. Me and me and Zach Wilson's mom are buddies. I mean, to be fair, you're giving people shit about playing Cole Beasley, but oof, Antonio Brown. Well, think, is he really like that fee. bad, or is he just kind of psycho? Like, did did he, I forget? Did he actually do something like? I I, I, yes. I honestly forget. I don't, I don't think it's great. Yeah, it's not great. What What do he do? Wow, there's a couple of things. There was an incident where he like attacked someone. I forget what it was. Something. Well, did they deserve it? I mean, victim blaming, blaming on the Dynasty yeah. Time podcast. Wow. I mean, what, what are you gonna do? Wow. If there's uh, anyone in the league that I expect that from, though, it would be Dan. So I'm not <laughs> not surprised. We all know Dan. Uh, league camps. I mean, two and zero. What can you say? That's pretty good. I mean, get the fuck out of here is. with him with it, with that team being two and zero. Come on, it's got to be feeling good. Nobody... I just don't understand how I can be one and one. 
And that team can be 2-0. Can I just read you his team? Jameis Winston, Joe Mixon, also killed somebody. Devin Singletary, oh, what? Devonta Adams, yes, great. A.J. Brown, okay, questionable. C.D. Lamb, fine. Hunter Henry, sucks. Football team, who the fuck is that? They suck. I mean, he drafted Evan Ingram like in the eighth round. Like, what is going on here? Sorry, sorry, Connor. We're, we're not really actually total assholes, but... Just, You're two and zero. So why are you being it. a jerk to the new kid? Welcome him. The Be new thoughtful. kid. He's like forty. Get the fuck out of here. God, um, an ass. Just so mean. Know. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? But hey, hey Connor, stop being two and zero. Like I'm. Connor, I'm we got just, your back, buddy. I'm yeah. just jealous. You're you're a good team, Connor. I appreciate it. Uh, you know who's yes. not a good team right now is C City Boston because they just went to zero and two, and that's not ideal. Um, as Craig took them down 113 to 82 uh, I, I just i just see carson wentz and then i laugh at like the injury report this week when it was like sprained ankle and then parentheses right? both of them and i just <laughs> how how do you do that so sorry c city that's rough both ankles that's gotta hurt it's not like he's got another quarterback to turn to because good old andy dalton sitting on the bench here is not exactly in position next week to play either so well yeah he actually dropped dalton he's got Brissett and miles davis remember that's right um that's not a person yeah so so (laughs) it's not a person whoa whoa uh major news here who's fl Acquired Nelson Aguilar. <laughs> Nelson Aguilar has been acquired. Freelancers. Freelancers. Is he listening to us live here that he only had, I, that he had I, an open roster spot? I texted him. I said, and you he, have 12 and people. And he, and he, and he chose up. Nelson Aguilar as the guy. Wait, add. weren't we just talking about him starting for Derek like five minutes ago? Yes. <laughs> I so mean, there you go. there's not exactly good good options out there, but I find it hard to believe that he's going to use Nelson Aguilar. Well, to be fair, his direct quote to me was, is the waiver wire expected to, to, del- <laughs> to deliver more points than my current strategy? <laughs> so if you were to ask him, I would say he probably doesn't believe it either. Uh, back to the games, Craig put up a good game. I mean, yeah. can't, can't say much. Quarterbacks did okay. Zeke finally did something i mean my god um a little bit of a running back by committee over there in dallas i think right now which is not ideal i mean i think you know craig's gonna run into the same problem though he's got no players michael thomas out dobbins out watson out tyrod taylor now going to ir out um but he he did he did pay 21 dollars for cordero patterson just throw oh, that out there. Well, so, that changes nothing. If you remember correctly, Cordero Patterson did play some quarterback, I think, when he was with the Vikings and the Bears. I think uh, you're thinking of Joe Webb. <laughs> Is he a, I can't tell if he's a running back or he's a wide receiver. A wide receiver. No, he's a one he's a running back. Yeah. He's we should probably fix back. that. He's legit a wide receiver. I think on slip on sleeper, he's a running back this year. He well, should be. He should yeah, be running back. Honestly, running if, that's, back, yeah. if, if he is wide receiver in this league, we should change it. Yeah, we'll we'll actually look in the, into that to see what it should be. Um, 
so yeah, Craig goes to one and one. That's nice. Let's go to the last division so we don't take forever. Um, the best the best matchup of the week. Uh, Corncom TV TD goes two and zero. Oh. It was a little dicey there at the end, um, but one hundred eight to one hundred five. My quarterbacks, I have no words for that performance, but thank God for Copper Cup, as I like to call him. He and I are tight. Um, he gets it. 32 points. Hell yeah. Go Stafford. Um, and yeah, so I'm the best team in the league, and that's all there is to it. Any other thoughts? No. Nope. That's about it. Yeah, you know, I still feel like I'm going to be okay. Something tells me I'll be all right. Does it? Yeah, I'm just not exactly loving what happened last week, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, NWO, you're one and one, one of the least points against, uh, which I did want to point out, Dan has the least points against in the league right now, which is rare for him. That's very odd. And I'm only one and one. Damn it. Yeah. Honor. Great. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't Logan, I have a question about your team. Yes, sir. I, I really like your team. That's about as nice as a thing I'll ever say about you as a person. But Naheem Hines? Question mark? I mean, yes. he was supposed why didn't to be you good play this Carter, though? Like, I'm just like, I'm curious why you didn't play Carter. Because I thought Naheem Hines would score more points than Michael oh. Carter this particular week. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. That would that would make sense. I had him in DFS. I did Ooh. not win. Yeah, I guess the Rams have like the best defense in the league. So I was just an interesting interesting thought. I assumed that the Colts would be passing, and when they pass, Taylor comes out, Hines comes in. Boom. Does he though? Uh, uh, yes, yes, he does. That's that's actually not true, sir. But okay. Uh, on on a positive note, two targets. Christian McCaffrey is really good. Um, that is true. I'm very happy I selected him number one. Even on like normal days, he's going to put up 20 points plus. So, yeah. yeah, that's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Uh, last game here. You know, little Buff Boys had a good week last week. He lost to me by like a couple points. Um, but you know, that's, that's the worst name in the league. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, my, my team name sucks, but that is just what the hell. What a crop. The little buff boys. God, they're good. I, I don't, I need, I need to know what it means. I probably need to watch season two of I think you should leave to understand what it means. It's episode but, one. You can, you can figure okay, it out. I haven't gotten there yet. Um, but yeah, so. I mean, Luke was pissed. He got called out and, you know, good, good owners, good teams come back from being called out and, and prove that they're better than they are. And wow. 133 points. Didn't see that coming. He was super pissed at you. <laughs> Not going to lie. I Not mean, actually pretty bad last Not week. Actually pissed, but he was very clear all during the during the during Sunday when we were texting that there was like a quite a bit of suck at Scott um, that was uh, that was emanating from him. So, well, um, I think it felt good. I think you uh, you really motivated him to to be the best version of himself, and he's probably very thankful for for that. This isn't sustainable. Kirk Cousins isn't going to do that. Aaron Jones isn't going to do that. 
This team still sucks and we'll finish last in the division. You heard it here first. Dalton Schultz is your tight end. Come on. Let's go. But he's got JD McKissick, so wild card running back that he'll never play. There you go. Well, he might because Henderson's out. True. Yeah, you're right. Is he going to play McKissick or, is it, is Mur- or Murray? Or, or he might Sonny play Michelle. Sonny Michelle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. He's got he's got the handcuffs. Yeah, Luke's teams looks looks pretty great. I will probably wholeheartedly disagree with Scott. Worst um, team in the division. That uh, and here's is... the and here's the hard part. This is the problem with this division. You you both might be right. He could be the worst team in the division, but he could be still a really good team, and that's the yeah be the four the, seed in the playoffs. You know the frustrating part. He couldn't be the four seed. Be the five fair, fine. I, you know I would, the rules better than me. I, I probably I'm not even going to pretend it if I how I if I understand the rules um, and how we're doing all this crazy division shit. But uh, I agree, division is very very strong. Probably the best division at this point in time. Basically, the NFC North with with the little buff boys equaling the Lions. <clears throat> Vikings are on too. They suck, but. Anyway, moving on. This was the first win for, uh, or no, sorry, this is the fourth straight win for the Misfits over Little Buff Boards. Wow, what a great stat! So I, I'm looking at Paul's team, and I'm trying to just I'm trying to think about his best eight man lineup, which I mean, basically, basically what he has in there. But I would have played. Marquise Brown certainly over Kenny Galladay. Um, he still would have lost, but I'm just thinking about his team. His team, to me, I, I'm surprised that's an 0-2 team. I mean, does he have the most points against in the league? Oh, you already said Bobby does. Uh, he has a Paul lot. has 240. Yeah. Oh, one point less. Yeah, right. Yep. So second, yeah, 247 points against, which is, which is craziness. Um, that's almost a hundred more points against than me about 80 some that's crazy. So yeah, I, I think Paul's Paul's team's actually going to be fine. I like, he's got two, two solid starting quarterbacks. Eckler's very good. Metcalf and Hawkinson are very good. I think that team's going to be in it just fine. So I, I hate telling you guys that you're right, but yeah, your division looking like the best division in, in the league at this point. Yeah, I, it, it does make for some interesting matchups next week, though, because you have, you know, if he falls to zero and three, even if his team is great, you know, that's becomes very difficult to uh, to manage to to come out of if you know you have to play these other three really strong teams again to close out the year down the road. So it's not a must win because talking like that is stupid, but it's a big game for him. He needs to get the win because. That, that'll be a long, long hole to climb out of if all the other teams in the division are keep winning as we probably expect them to. Well, there there you have it. Week two in a nutshell. Um, if we do one more thing here, Survivor, Green Hell, get out of here. Wait, we still do Survivor? <laughs> Everybody knows how much I love Survivor. Uh, I have a question about Survivor. Yeah. Does the high points from the previous week get immunity? Uh, I believe we, you know, I, I think, think we've we, done that, but I can't remember. 
I think we pulled immunity out this year because people didn't like it. <laughs> the the people who knew we did Survivor. Everybody yeah. knows about Survivor. But oh, is that for real? You do not get immunity. You're you're saying that as a fact right now. Um, I'm looking at the rules that I put together tonight. Uh, yes. On, on the survivor, the survivor section of the Let's rule see. page. Immunity. I don't there's nothing in there. There's there's no way. There's no way there's anything in there about survivor. Disable immunity. True. So yes, no immunity this year. Okay. So there well, you go. Um, thank you, Green Hell, because I thought I was going to be. I thought I had immunity from the first week, so I wasn't that upset. But then I was like, this fucking Survivor thing. Now I want to win it. Scott has money against it. So waiver wire money. Oh, waiver wire money. Wow. <laughs> oh, I love spending two hundred dollars on. It's still important. Jacoby Brissett or whoever. You know what we should have done is given people like draft picks, like cap space by winning fantasy survivor. You You think? Yeah. I think, I think we should actually change half the league to have a one less roster position than one part of the league. And then, and then some teams actually have one more. So, you know, that, that seems like competitive balance. I just like to point out we're in the stupid fantasy basketball league and the commissioner over there easy said, easy easy okay i am the co-commissioner now so I just, just the other commissioner mouth. believes inherently that in fantasy sports teams should have a competitive advantage over each other like that's it's, just like a theory he has the the conversations we're having about some rule changes going into this year oh. is it's laughable and i like it hurts my brain that the guy who's running the league, which is a dynasty salary capped NBA league with fucking minor leagues. So like, this is a, this is a legit intense league cannot articulate something cannot put together a coherent point about something that he's trying to sell, which there's no way anybody actually believes this. The only people who actually voted with him are his brother, his cousin and a new guy who he blackmailed into voting with him. <laughs> Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, that'd be like Scott calling up Craig, Brian, Todd, like, you know, half the league saying, you guys are out of the league if you don't agree with X. There you go. You know, that's what I do. But you can't leave the league. You're in the league with me. So, too bad. Hey, shout out Fantasy Basketball Dynasty Time. Is that what we're calling it? I think we should call it that. And then, absolutely, you know, we'll see what happens. It's not a Dynasty Time yet, but in the future it will be. We're just going to test all the crazy fun sleeper shit this year Logan so, you excited what what Sorry. Logan's not even here anymore he's passed out in the corner start talking about fantasy basketball and I kind of drifted away there sorry yeah dynasty time basketball it should be fun I'm excited I'm really be- I'm looking forward to to it I think it'll be good for the teams and for the basketball and you know it'll be even for the fantasy and stuff it'll be fun they don't call the best color commentator in the <laughs> league for nothing. Passes to the man. Boom goes the dynamite. No, I'm actually I'm looking forward to it. I've, as you know, I've dabbled in fantasy basketball, but could never like. I'm just not a huge enough fan in order to like really get into it. But I think part of it is because haven't had a 
a league Fun. of like people that I know and are like enjoy like doing fantasy sports with like this league in order to do it with. And so I think um, it get seemingly everyone's interested in giving it a shot. And uh, in that sense, I think it'll be a, it'll be a good time. So the worst thing that happens is we try it and everyone's like, well, that was dumb, right? No harm, no foul. So looking forward to it. And, and who knows, it'll be something else for us to, uh, uh, keep talking and keep the conversations and Slack going and the everyone engaged and stuff through uh, another few months when it's usually a pretty dead period when we're not doing fantasy football. So oh, for I me, it's a win. I, I can't wait for the Dynasty Time Basketball Podcast. Well, that's not yeah. Happening. I might be busy then. That's that's a bridge too far for me. So yeah, yes. it's just one. gonna be me solo talking to myself on yeah, Anchor. That can be you. Yep. Spotify will literally take it down out you of like combine, just general harm to the so public. I think we're gonna have twelve people in this league. You could combine all eleven other people, and you would come nowhere near my passion for the NBA. Which I don't know why I'm proud of that, but I I literally cannot help it. It's like seeped into my. It's like part of me, and I, mean, I can't weird. handle it. And I am literally a, the biggest fan in the world of the worst franchise in professional sports. They had a big day today. Big to differ. Big day to day, though, for them. Big day to day for us. Actually, awesome. It was actually, I'm super happy about it. And um, yeah, my brother isn't happy though. My brother can attest that I I predicted it happening. (laughs) My brother, my brother can attest that I I predicted it happening a couple weeks ago. And it's the guy who's taken over is literally the guy who created the NBA trade machine. He is the wizard of all wizards when it comes to NBA salary cap, which you guys know is absolutely insane. And that's what you need in that role. Someone who can actually do the shit, not just a dumb talking head who's having an affair with somebody in the office. Like, so, get so the he, fuck out of here. So he will know the exact optimal package to get for Carl Anthony Towns when he ships him out in the next yes, couple of weeks? Absolutely. Exactly the right thing to get yes. just in time to bring in Ben Simmons? Yes. Okay. It's going to be perfect. That's great. All right. Well, this is a Dynasty Time podcast. So that is... All we have, I believe. Week three is coming up. The last division week for now. And uh, yeah, this has been fun. I, I I will say before we go, last thing I wanted to mention is. I don't know. Superflux seems to be working just fine before these buys kick in. It's when the buys kick in that I think we'll see some interesting things. But I do, I do think that's fun to see the different ways lineups have been set up. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it does exactly what I think we talked about wanting to do. It gives people unique ways to build their team. I think we expected the buys to throw wrinkles and wrenches into plans. I don't think that we expected half of the quarterbacks in the league to get hurt last week and <laughs> and accelerate some of the scrambling and the creativity that people have. And so we will see how people respond this week. And uh looking forward to uh, trying to, at least on my end, trying to bounce back. There you go. Well, that's it. We will see you next week and good luck in week three. Can I make one request? Please. Can we have Miles Davis play us out rather than the dynasty <laughs> time? Uh. <laughs> Miles Davis. Speaking of that, uh, thanks to Dan's friend, cousin, cousin, uh for the remixed theme for 2021 hell yeah yeah not miles davis but it's pretty sweet come and do a come and do a big screen somewhere near you sometime soon i think he's a fucking wizard he's gonna he's out in la now doing his doing his thing 
There you go. Well, it enjoy, is really great. Enjoy the new theme song as we play you out. I want trumpets. Thank you.